Good afternoon, and welcome to Everybody, the podcast which shares stories that highlight people in life, that make the world an interesting place, which ultimately ties us all together in unique and wonderful ways. And who am I, you might ask? I would be the head wrap socialite, wife, mom, micro-influencer in the fashion and etiquette world. But on this podcast, I will be introducing you to some people who I've had the opportunity to meet along my journey, who have helped enrich me in my life in beautiful ways, and who I hope will do the same in yours. What are some of, the, some of your favorite memories that you have? Mm, that's a good question. I'd probably say some of the most memorable your favorite memories, like when we're fishing, because you don't really like fishing, but like it'd always be funny when like we catch a fish and then we try and get you to like hold a fish or someone would chase you around with the fish and you just like lose your mind. <laughs> that's that's the best. Or when all the brothers are home and then we're just hanging out. Mm-hmm. When you mentioned fishing, like Jonah has been like the fisherman in our family. Do you remember when you would go to camp and you would win like the little trophies because you would catch like like the most fish? <laughs> they're drawn to you. Which I still have the trophies in my room. <laughs> but but they're drawn to you. I've never seen a kid. I mean, he doesn't even have to put bait on his rod. Like the fish just come to him. It's just like a swarm of like, they're not piranhas, but what are those little fish called? Like sunnies or wallies or... I don't know what you're talking about. I can't even lie. Okay, those little fish. It's swimming. Those little fish. Those fish. Those fish. So we'll get to the interview now. On today's episode, I am delighted to introduce you to someone whom I've known forever. Someone who has a piece of my heart, or should I say, has allowed me to love and experience a love greater than I could have ever imagined. I have witnessed his growth and maturity over these past 20 years, and I'm excited to see what the future brings for him. Now I get to sit back and watch as he passionately pursues his dreams amidst the beautiful and enormous possibilities that the universe holds for him. Please help me in welcoming my son, Jonah, to today's program. Jonah, thank you so much for being here today. I love being here. Can you first start off by telling the listeners a little bit about who you are? Sure. So obviously I'm Jonah Morris. Uh, I'm a son, friend, cousin. I'm a college student. I like to say a leader. I like to volunteer. So that's a big one. I like to say humble because I really don't like to talk about myself too much. You will be heading into your sophomore year in college in a few months. Mm -hmm. And um, what are three things that you learned in your first year at university? Uh, The three things I learned, I guess the most important things, it'd be time management, just because like you're you're super busy in college, where like you have a lot of opportunities, not necessarily like school-wise, but you just have a lot of opportunities to do stuff that will like conflict with your school. So you just really just got to manage your time and like make sure you get your work done. Uh, The second would be just like find the right people and like just say yes to a bunch of things because like something good's gonna come out of it eventually. And then the last thing is probably not necessarily like time flies when you're having fun, but like when you enjoy something like truly, it doesn't feel like work or a burden. Mm, That's good. I would like to ask you a question. Do you ever reflect back on your journey to where you started and where you are now as a student? 
And if so, what things or what are some of the things that you marinate on when you think about it? I don't know. I was kind of an average school kid going through middle school, elementary school, like flip switched. And then I just like really started focusing on my grades. Mm -hmm. Really started focusing on getting involved, really trying to just like put my best foot forward. I will say you and your brothers grew up in in a very unique place. Our town is, it's a larger, small city, but we've had these conversations before. But now that you've gone away to college, you've come back and you've experienced a different group of diverse people that you interact with on a daily Mm -hmm. basis. Growing up biracial in our community here, what things did you learn about yourself once you moved away? I guess really I learned to appreciate myself and like know my Mm self-worth. I like also gained like a sense of confidence and reassurance in myself where like others, other people's opinions really didn't matter to me. And it was whatever I thought of myself mattered. Mm -hmm. So like no matter if you doubt me or something or like you think bad about me, like I know who I am. Right. I'm just, I'm strong in that belief where you're not going to sway me off my course. Another thing I learned about myself was more so I learned that home isn't just a building where you grew up mm-hmm. for me home is just wherever like the people i care about and that care about me are mm. so i learned that like while you can have like a biological family you can have like a family you establish just through like connections and relationships and like experiences mm-hmm. and i realized like that's a really important part to me that makes me think of a quote and i'm not sure who actually said it but friends are the family you choose you know mm-hmm. the people that you do surround yourself with become a larger part of your story especially when you're at college because you all are on this new learning journey experience mm-hmm. together within the context of what we're talking about i know that society often imposes expectations and they have stereotypes based on race how have you navigated and challenged these preconceptions and what impact has that had on your self-confidence and your personal growth? Moving away, Mm -hmm. it really like reassured myself and who I was. Mm -hmm. So even though you are challenged with like people challenging your identity and trying to fit you in a box, they're like, you're just who you are. I'm a multifaceted person. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not just black, white, Mm -hmm. six, two, a man. I'm Jonah Morris. I fit multiple boxes. Mm -hmm. The cut could be a circle. I'm a square. Mm. Like I'm not going to fit in into like what you think every time. I think like a lot of what it's made me think about myself, it just, it hasn't made me think too much about myself, but on other people. And like, I just have seen like that I've matured in a different way than other people have. Mm-hmm. And so? it's really interesting to see like, like for me, like when I look at someone, I'm not looking at, like, I guess they're like physical or like, stereotypical traits. I'm just trying to look at your personality. And I know that's like a big cliche, but like if you're a genuine person, that's all that really matters to me. Like right. doesn't matter how you look, talk, act, just who you are is who you are. Right. And I can really appreciate that when someone's like not faking anything. Right. I like that. And that's that's real. I, I really just hate identifiers like a lot of people just know me as like six two light skinned guy, some curly hair. But like if that's all you see, I think that's stupid. Mm-hmm. And like, I know, like, there's a bunch of people who still think like that, which like, I don't know, I think they just need to. But you're like, get to know me, get yeah. to get to know who I am. Like, if you're not going to give me a chance just because of the way I look, you're not worth my you. time. Yeah. As a mentor to youth, 
what are some things you have learned about the world that you share with those that you mentor? So I think the things I've learned about like myself in the world about mentoring mm-hmm. is that no matter like no matter how like the age gap is, mm-hmm. you can always learn something. You shouldn't look at it as like I'm trying to help you. You should just try and like be with them and be present in the moment because like that's how you have like the most fun. How like you'll learn, how the kids will learn, how you can truly show them how to be like better people, what the right things are to do, like what the right like wrong things are to do. And it's to be organic, and it's not it's not to have it like all planned out. Yeah, like one time I was playing like basketball with the kids, mm-hmm. and. Mind you, they're like middle schoolers, like just say 10 to 13. Okay. We were playing basketball and we were getting wrapped up and they were getting mad at each other. And like they were just scrapping for the ball. And like, then like one kid started getting frustrated and I just had to like hold him. I was like, it's not really worth it. Sure, you're angry right now, but play the game. It's going to be there your whole life. Like people are going to try and get you mad. It's like trying to be the bigger person. Right. And it's to teach those kids in the moment because maybe, you know, you were the first person that they encountered who actually told them that. Somebody who took an active interest in how they were feeling. Mm. You know, I think sometimes like we all, society, we look at different situations and we take for granted that everybody in the world Mm. has those exact same experiences. And I'm sure by you taking an active role and really caring about that young person changed a little bit of his brain saying the next time possibly something like this happens, maybe he'll just kind of take a pause one thing I want to add is a big reason you shouldn't come in with like, I'm helping them mentality is Mm -hmm. because like, you're not going to be like as fulfilled and like as happy. Mm -hmm. Cause I remember like the first, the first month I started volunteering and like trying to mentor them and like trying to hang out. They like, some of the kids would know my name. Some of the kids wouldn't know my name, Mm -hmm. but there was one kid. I always knew his name. Mm -hmm. And like the one day he said like, Hey Jonah, my like face just lit up and I got so happy. I could see like I'm making a difference and like he's making a difference on me. Like he's just making my day. I'm making his day. Right. I just think that's, that's beautifully said. And it goes back to saying like, we're all in this beautiful tapestry of life together. You need me. I need you. That young man needs you. You need Mm -hmm. him. And it constantly is a building block for us all. I guess the next question would be, like I stated in the beginning, you've always been a free thinker. You've always been our spirited child, energetic, you have created for yourself a lot of independence, which I admire mm-hmm. as as a mom. How has this quality influenced your decision-making process and personal growth thus far? Yeah, I think it's definitely been like a big shaper of my life. It's caused me to want to, uh, I don't know, try and live my own life. And like, even though I have like a life here with you guys, that I got to live through myself. Mm. And I think that was a big, a big, like successful thing and why it made my college experience so, so good for me. It's just, I really just tried to go out there and, and do stuff for me. Mm-hmm. And like, I tried to take like advantage of all the, all the circumstances I had. Mm-hmm. So it was just really nice. I think that's another beautiful thing to say. And you're right. As parents, we try to give you the knowledge and information But ultimately, the knowledge and information that we give as parents, we hope that one day that you can exist outside of us Mm -hmm. just to see you thriving. Don't get me wrong. You know, we talk a lot and I really enjoy, you know, those conversations. Mm -hmm. But you exist in your own space. 
you get yourself up for college. You know, mom's not calling you. Hey, did you go to school? You know, I know that mm. you've taken care of what you needed to take care of. And I think there's no greater joy than that a parent could have than to see, mm. you know, their child being independent. Yeah. But backtracking a little bit, I think mm-hmm. it's, it is important to note that even though you leave like the house, you're not totally independent because I think the first week of college, mm-hmm. I was still trying to figure out people. Mm. And someone told me like, oh, you shouldn't really like mess with this person. Mm-hmm. And I like, I kind of took it as like, oh yeah, yeah, I probably shouldn't. But then like I talked to my dad and he's like, you know, it's your college experience. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a totally different relationship with them. Like give them a try first. Right. And now like, I don't know, I can call them anytime. Like I have a great relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. So like, it's definitely important to realize that just because you leave the home, your relationship doesn't have to end. Right. And you guys can still impart wisdom on me. Yeah. It just, our relationship now grows in a different way. Of course, you know, we'll always be mom and dad mm-hmm. and we'll always be here for you if you ever need to chat. But it's also to understand that in this, this is your experience. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I was thinking of is your energy mm-hmm. and your energy is contagious and has always been, and it can inspire those around us. How do you channel your energy to motivate yourself and uplift others? This could be in your role as a sibling, as a friend, as a son. Mm. I'd say for myself, my energy is more like, sure, it helps if I'm in like a super energetic mood to get stuff done. Mm -hmm. But I've also realized that I need to take it upon myself, no matter what energy level I have, that I need to get stuff done. Okay. And when I like, when I bring that energy to other people, I just try and be like as genuine as possible. Like I try and be like nice to everyone. Right. Because like I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. That's fair. So my energy is more of like, I'm going to give you your props. I'm going to love you in all facets. Even if like you do me wrong, I'm still going to give you your props. Because mm-hmm. like that's the last thing I want. Like that's the last thing my energy wants. Yeah. Is to hurt someone's feelings. That's nice. Thank you for sharing that. No and we kind of touched on this earlier, how even though you're having your own college experience, Mm-hmm. that mom and dad, brothers, you know, will always be here as pillars of support. How do you maintain those strong relationships with your loved ones while also pursuing your own dreams and your aspirations? I think it's knowing like the balance you need to have with everyone. Mm-hmm. Because I know or my relationship with you and my relationship with dad, like there are just different things to maintain that level of closeness. Mm-hmm. I think especially with the brothers, I call you guys a lot more than I call the brothers. Because mm-hmm. like, I realize like, we're always going to be close and we don't need to talk every day. Mm-hmm. And like when we do talk, we'll just like really chop it up. Mm-hmm. So Jonah, striving to put your best foot forward each day requires motivation and determination. Mm-hmm. What drives you to maintain this mindset and how do you sustain it even in the face of adversity? Like once you build daily routines, Mm -hmm. it just, it helps you push like forward in the face of adversity. Mm -hmm. Like I know like you and dad would always say, like we'd wake up before school, don't be mediocre. Like like, why would you be average can be like exceptional. Mm -hmm. It's exceptional in your own right. You know, whatever your exceptional is, reach your highest potential. Mm -hmm. Reach that, strive for that day in and day out. Give the best of who you are because Not only does dad and I say, you know, don't be mediocre, but we also say 
there are no do-overs. That's you get true. This, this one life to be the best you that you could possibly be. Mm-hmm. Do everything you can to that five years down the line, 10 years down the line, 15 years down the line. You're not having any regrets. Mm-hmm. As any parent, you know, we hope that you will all exceed your own wildest expectations of where you can reach to in mm-hmm. this world because there are no limits. The only limits I believe that we put is the limits that we put on ourselves. Um, if there was one thing that you could say to somebody who was younger and who was looking to maybe try something new or they wanted to put their best foot forward but didn't know where to start, what thing would you tell them is like imperative to them starting their day off right? I'd say it's really just like two things. Okay. One, just like keep an open mind Mm. because like if you close yourself off, you're limiting like a lot of opportunities you have. And that could be like the breakthrough moment you have. Mm -hmm. And then two, you really can't put stuff off like, oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Like it has to be today Mm -hmm. where that excuse is just going to build upon itself forever. Mm -hmm. And like what you said like a month ago, you're still going to be waiting to do tomorrow. Mm. In college, we would always recite excuses. And I was thinking about that. Basically, the whole gist of it, I will not, you know, recite excuses. But those mm-hmm. of you out there who know. You know, you know. You know, you know. But excuses, they help build nothing. Uh-huh. And when you constantly are putting excuses, you are constantly limiting your own possibilities. Mm-hmm. So don't put excuses out there in the universe. I always say the universe hears and the universe acts on what you feed it. And it's like, if you put excuses out there, I can't do X, Y, and Z because this happened or this happened or this happened. Mm -hmm. You will live up to that expectation because you've already put it out there in the world. So don't give yourself any opportunity not to be your best. With that being said, I know that in this life, growth becomes a lifelong journey. Mm -hmm. We grow every single day in small ways, in large ways. And this growth journey never, ever stops. Are there any specific areas of personal growth that you are currently focusing on? And how do you actively pursue these moments of self-improvement? I really say it it doesn't end. You can't become like complacent with yourself. Mm -hmm. So really like all aspects of life I'm trying to improve on daily. But those are just stuff like where you can't, you can't prepare for life. You can't study from, mm. you really just have to live it out in the moment and see how you respond and like, and like challenge yourself. Like, how could you be better? So I know like school-wise, I learned this thing called the learning mindset where like, instead of just saying like, I haven't learned this, it's like, you haven't learned this yet. Mm. Like, I don't have good study skills. Well, I don't have them yet. Mm. Like, I haven't done good on this test. I'll never do good. I won't, I haven't done good yet. So it's really just trying to, I don't know, encourage yourself and to look upon like, what you can do in your future. I really like that. And again, that's something I think all of us, people who already have their jobs, people who are trying to still figure out, you know, where they're going to be in life, younger students. It's like, you may not be able to do something now, but it doesn't mean that you won't be able to do it in the future. Mm -hmm. One thing I'd also like to add, not just like socially, but like trying to be a better person, it really changes every day. Like what was being a good person like 10 years ago is so much different than what it's being now. I don't know, at least for me, like you have to be like supportive of everyone. And that's like something important to me. Like no matter the decision, you just have to be proud of someone for who they are mm-hmm. and really su- supporting them. Right. And I think like 
going even further than that, like socially, I'm just, I'm still trying to be like a better friend, a better mm-hmm. listener. Mm-hmm. So it's really just trying to like improve on yourself. Well said. Thank you. And I will say that throughout this conversation that I've had with you, the one thing that I will share with you that it is neat to see that as you guys grow up and you start to chart your own journeys, that the relationship that I have with you is still and will always be mother-child, mother-son. But I now get to have like these conversations with you that are deep. And not only are you my son, but you're my friend. Mm -hmm. And you and your brothers teach me so much about how I am to move within this world. Mm. And for me, there's nothing that fills my heart more than just seeing you thriving in college, doing what you love, finding your people in this journey, finding out more about who Jonah is meant to be in this world, just to be able to be on the outside looking in and to witness this transformation from boy to young man has been, I know it makes my heart, it makes my heart happy. Mm-hmm. That through it all, I've seen your relentless pursuit of education, the relentless pursuit of, again, who you want to be in this world. Mm-hmm. And as an inspiration to not only myself, but to your brothers and to your friends, the lessons that you've learned and that you've spoke about today, I know that those of us who listen to this episode will be able to implement different parts of what you said in our lives to mm-hmm. make our lives better. And for that, I thank you. It makes me happy saying, and even looking back, even though this isn't the family I chose, I can say I'm proud to be part of this family and I love being part of this family. Okay, mommy moment. Oh. Just a mommy moment. I'm just taking this in as I sit across from you and I'm taking in this moment. So I love you, kid. I love you too. I love you from the bottom of my heart. Right here.